We had mentioned how God was into the detail. And mingled in the Christmas story is some amazing revelation of what was taking place. Today I want to talk to us about what is a Savior? What is this Savior that was, was born? And so let's read uh, some scriptures familiar to us. A declaration for there was born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And Mary said, God chose to keep this in there. My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. Aren't you glad that God's not exclusive? And it didn't just start, but it's still going. He has shown strength. With his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. The details. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. And the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. As he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, all right, and to his seed forever. The good news is, is that Seed includes believers. The blessing of Abraham might come upon, come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. The waiting is over. There are present benefits. Of Jesus' birth in the here and now. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3 says this: His divine power 
has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. The power of the highest shall overshadow you. It's always been the power of God. Though demonstrated and often seen in so many different dynamics. The power in a baby. The power in the cross. The power in the resurrection. The power in the Holy Spirit. He who is mighty has done great things. Oh, think about it. Don't you think that she's making some declarations of what this is really all about? I believe so. You know, it says in Peter there, it says, Jesus came so that we would have all the things we need to face all the things we encounter between the here and now and the future. Yeah. The waiting is over. When the fullness of time was come, there was a waiting period. God sent his son, born of a woman. Hallelujah. Though there's no really need to wait any longer. To enjoy the benefits of Christ's birth. Because it says, as many as received him, many as believed in him, as many as accepted him as a gift, he gave them power to become the sons of God that they might enjoy the benefits of sonship. First John chapter 3, Beloved, now are you the sons of God. There is yet some development, he said. We don't know what we're going to be like, but we are now. Included in the benefit package. <laughs> when Jesus was born, hope had all but vanished. People were skeptical. There was a darkness that had flooded their souls. Melchiah spoke this by the... Holy Spirit, when he said in 3, verses 13 and 15, God says to them, you have spoken harsh things against me. You have said it is futile to serve God. What do we gain 
by following God's commandments. They had lost hope. The Messiah was never going to come. They had believed and believed and believed, and all of a sudden, because of the time frames and the lengthy <laughs> divine setup, they had become skeptical. It was John, quoted again, 3 and 1, 1 John, behold what manner of love. To behold simply means to look again. Look again. Look again at the love of God. Look again, Jesus saves. He's a savior. There is born to you this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord. Let me tell you, Christ's birth is a God-sized day. It is. It is a new beginning in the history of man's relationship with the heavenly Father. All the promises that are tied up in Christ and Christ at his birth, they're designed to bring us a lifetime of hope. To energize our Daily living. Don't let it lose its significance. It's not just another holiday. It is a holiday to look again. Look again. Yes. You see... The design of God, the wisdom of God, the ways of God. See, Jesus' arrival it wasn't random, it was preordained, and it is well prepared. Imagine how that God could synchronize the world stage. All the events carefully laid out very organizationally. And yet very complex. It would be presumed that the wise men probably started three years before Christ was born just to get there on time. Amen. 
to be part of the stage. Of God's arrival. You see, Jesus is not just a Savior. He is the Savior. The scripture says that Moses was a Savior, but he was not the Savior. A Savior that is to all people. Not exclusive. He is the exclusive way, but he is all inclusive of people. Amen. Where can you find anyone like that? But in Jesus. Jesus is the right now grace of God that's made available. It's not just a historical figure, no. You know, he is a living, present Savior. According to Zacharias, he said that this is a light that's being born and shining in a dark earth. A light that begins to walk amongst humanity. A great light has shined in Jesus We see love being made visible. It's made tangible. And it's made present. You don't have to wait any longer. Oh. A savior that hasn't come to promise a life of ease, but he's come, he's come to promise that he will always be with us in every circumstance. A Savior that not only loves you, but will fight for you. Exodus chapter 14 and 14. And yet we see it again only just in different terminologies in the life of Jesus and in the promise of the Holy Spirit also coming to such a degree that the prophet Isaiah said this in 41 and 10, don't be afraid, I am with you. It's God's voice Emmanuel, God is with us. He says, don't be discouraged, for I'm your God. 
Oh, hallelujah. I will strengthen you and help you, and I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. Yes, in the midst of this world crisis, a crisis that has, you know, such domino effects. God says, you don't have to be afraid. I'm going to help you. I'm with you. Now, he didn't say don't be stupid or you should be stupid. He just simply says, you know what I mean? You need to have a core value in you. You need a stabilizing element in you. You see, the birth of Jesus Christ is designed to take the fear out of living. Oh, yes, the fear out of life's problems. What is a Savior? He's one who saves from danger, destruction. He rescues. He delivers. Saves from from something that's usually harmful to us. A Savior has been born. I think that's what, you know, caused the the, uh, shepherds to rejoice with exceeding great joy because they understood that when the Savior When the Messiah came, what that meant. In Mary, in her words, as we read, she begins to picture for us. God's a great equalizer. So number one, he is a savior that is always with us. Number two, he is a savior that is a help in the time of need. Into the darkness comes the savior. I love the word of God because the Bible says it's a light. Whenever you're facing darkness... Whenever it doesn't, life doesn't seem to be clear, there's a light. You can just turn it on into your life. Just by remembering or reading or refreshing that we have a Savior. This is a Savior who's, who's a help in the time of need. He's a healer. He is a mender of our souls. He's the creator, the Messiah, the reconciler.
He steps into the darkness so that we will not fear. The shadows of our concerns and even into the gloom of our anxieties, God steps in. Yes, he does. He is a real power that helps us through life. He not only gives us eternal life, he helps us through life. That's why she said, I will rejoice in God my Savior. He's an immediate help. Yes, he is an eternal hope, but he is an immediate help. Jesus, when he spoke about the anointing that was upon him in Luke chapter 4, he talked about how that he was anointed to heal brokenhearted people. Your heart gets broken when, you know, Life has an accident. It's everything, there's different degrees, but sometimes disappointments, they, you know what I mean? They just overwhelm us. Sometimes we're held prisoners and we need someone to set us free. Sometimes we can't see, but he's the one that gives us sight. Sometimes we're so oppressed, we need someone that will release us from it. What a Savior. A Savior that understands perfectly what you're going through. Yeah. Your trials and your individual situations. Because if you fast forward from the birth of Christ to the cross, as penned by Isaiah in 53, we'll see it. He is born. Our griefs carried our sorrows, wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. There's a lot invested in Jesus and in his birth. Thank God that Jesus not only provides atonement for us, he provides for our living. Isaiah 61 tells us this. It says he will teach us, he will comfort us, he will give us beauty, you know what I mean, for that which has been lost, 
He says he will anoint us with the oil of joy and he will close us with the garment of praise. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I haven't seen a whole lot of praising going on in our world. <laughs> we could use fresh change of clothes and the garment. Hallelujah. Think about this. God in his great love and his power, you know what I mean? He, he, he combines all of that in tailoring his assistance to meet our particular and even peculiar needs. Yeah. Designed. Designed. According to Psalms 121, we have help for the journey. Let's just look at some of that help that he has allotted to us. First of all, he starts it out and says that that our help is not from the mountains or the resources of the mountains. He says our help is from the one who made the mountains. Somebody give a Lord a praise this morning. Hallelujah. Yes. God is not tied to the natural. He actually owns it all. But think about it. The God who made the mountains is the one that helps us on the journey. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I mean, this guy can is sure he can step out, man. Hallelujah. Fact is, the same word of God tells us that the mountains can be removed and cast into the sea. But God's word He'll be faithful to it. Amen. Hallelujah. Everything might fall apart, but God's not falling apart. No chance. See, the good news is, is he said that I won't let you sleep or slip. Because I don't sleep. Verses 3 and 4. He says, I want to see to it that even in the journey and all the traps that are set, you know, you are not going to get caught in it. You are going to keep moving forward. He will not allow your foot to be moved. Amen, 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 amen. 
He says, you know, go ahead and stand up erect. Go ahead and make that step. Go ahead and keep moving forward. Because I won't let your foot get caught in a trap. Oh, hallelujah. This Savior, this Jesus stays on the job 24 hours a day, around the clock. God says, I'm providing security for you. I love what he says in verse 6 of Psalms 121. He said, I've got the entire day covered. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. He is so close to us that it's like the shadow that comes from a plant. Or the shadow that you yourself produce that would be at your, right at your hand. He's closer than that. Shall not hurt you. Oh. I love this too. In his watch, he said, I'm not going to let you succumb to evil because I'm your salvation. Seven and eight, he, the Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. Yes. He said, I preserve you're going out and you're coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. It all seems like as long as you're on the move. As long as you're on the move. That's what a Savior is. He didn't just come to save us from our sins. He came to save us also from the issues of life that would try and take our life. The book of Hebrews says this, that it's all right to say, the Lord is my helper. You wouldn't need to say that if there wasn't a situation that you needed a Savior. He saves us in all things in our journey. This is an amazing story, a true story. Maybe some of you have read it, but his name is Derek Redman. Derek Redman was a world-class sprinter. 
He was a contender for the gold medal in the 400-meter hurdles. But in, min, in the preliminaries, he tore his hamstring. He had worked so hard to get to the Olympics, Olympics that he wanted to finish the race, so he began hopping on one leg to make his way around the remainder of the track. The crowd was cheering on, cheering him. But the distance was too hard. It was too far. He couldn't finish it. Trying in pain. All of a sudden he noticed. Under his arm comes someone. Lifting him up. Bearing the load on his own body. You see, Derek's father saw his son's plight. He jumped from the stands to help his son make it around the track. Yes. He began to bear the load. that injured leg and together he made it to the end of the race and he crossed the finish line if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to his children he will always step out of the stands, as it were. Lift up in the area that you may be injured. Whether it's body, soul, or spirit. What a personal God. I asked my musicians to come this morning. What a personal God. He says in Isaiah 41 and 13, I, for I, the Lord, your God, will hold your right hand. Do not fear. I will help you. What a personal Savior. Jesus Born in a manger. That's his story. That's his story. He watches over us every step of the way. He teaches us. He instructs us. He leads us. He feeds us. He causes us to have refreshing. And he makes it all so very personal. More than a baby. Jesus makes it possible for us to be friends of God.
you will find in Jesus that he is a savior and that savior is Christ the Lord. A savior that even has time for your anxieties. He does. Come on to me. Cast all your cares upon me. I've got time for it. What are you facing today? What's been worrying you? What's been holding you back? unto you is born this day the city of David a savior a savior thank you Jesus he not only Let me say it this way. It's not enough for him to be the Savior. He must be your Savior. Your Savior. Stand with me. One day, both Jesus and Peter were short on finances. They got a bill. the dreaded tax time. to the voices or to those in his hearing. My God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches 
in glory by Christ Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. Jesus is saved. Now, when we went through the flood, sunshine on your land. I'm not going to do it. Because Jesus is Savior. Not just of a few, but of the Savior of your life. You can trust Him. Because He said, give us this day our daily bread. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. You don't have to be afraid to eat. And whatever that would entail. I'm not talking about just the ingestion of food. Hallelujah. As you celebrate, as you enjoy your family time, your Christmas time, amen. You have a Savior. Go with God. Hallelujah. He promises, I'm going with you. Amen. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.